Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Boomer and Geo on the Fan and the CBS Sports Network. Tough studio, Boomer Size and Greg Giannotti. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan, simulcast across the country on CBS Sports Network. And wherever you are on the free Odyssey app, good Wednesday morning. I have to tell you, I was watching Knicks Nets last night with a perma smile. Even when they were down, because I had no fear they were going to come back in that fourth quarter, I wasn't worried about it. They're the better team, they got the better players, they're better coached. It was a home game in Brooklyn for the New York Knicks. The fans were into it. And then watching them complete that comeback that I knew would happen when they were down nine going into the fourth quarter. I just went upstairs with that perma smile on, fell asleep. And I said, man, we got a team here. I knew we had a team. But I still, even though the Nets suck and are worthless and nobody cares about them, I still love like grabbing that pile of dirt and rubbing it in their face and walking away as they cry in the sandbox. Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Good. You know, they are uh, quickly becoming irrelevant, the Nets. I mean, they have been. Even when they had the big three here, they... The only reason they were relevant wasn't because of anything they were doing on the, on the basketball court, that's yep. for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, it was interesting, you know. There was a big disparity in free throws here. You know, I think the I think the uh, the Knicks were like eighteen of nineteen, and I want to say the Nets only had four three th- free throws, or only made four, four or five, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there was a real disparity in that area. But even with that, it was like the Nets couldn't hit a shot the last three minutes of the game. That's right, and that's you know that's basketball. That's that's the NBA. Who's making a shot and who's not making a shot, and it's. It's pretty much that simple. And I will say, as a Nick fan, uh, I could go on record. I'm, you got to wait until the end of the season to see what this record looks like. But this could be their best team in 25 years. It could be. 
Yeah, and and to be that, you know, you're they're going to have to, and obviously 1999 was when they went to the finals, so you'd have to at least... At at least that, well, get, I would say 2000, from, from 2000. Forget 99, let's talk about 2000 okay. on. 2000 on, yeah. I mean, you, you, you have to win a playoff series, which they did last year. And I think this team, because they made it to the second round, it was a competitive second round against Miami... You got to at least get to the conference final the way the team is constructed now. And who knows? Maybe trade deadline, the roster's even better and the expectations are higher. I mean, you see teams panicking in the Eastern Conference, like the Milwaukee Bucks, who fire their coach at 30 and 13 because they feel like they're not going to be able to get to the finals as presently constructed with him as the coach. I mean, it's crazy. That is strange. Well, I mean, in reading into it, it's, it's not as like, it's strange at face value. But basically, they they had hired that coach prior to getting Damian Lillard, and if if this is what Woj was saying too, which makes it makes a ton of sense, that if if Damian Lillard got there and the head coaching job was open at that point, they probably would have had a different coach. There's like no way that Lillard and Giannis together they would have gone uh, in that direction. So now they're like, we need a veteran coach. We need somebody who's going to hold them accountable defensively because they've been terrible defensively. And if we can't play defense in big moments, we're not going to win a championship. So pull the plug. That is is unbelievable. I mean, like I I thought there were going to be some other issues or something. And then when you read into it, and you understand that this guy was in over his head. Yeah, yeah, basically. I, basically, I mean, even though he's been a, an NBA lifer, it feels like he's been in the NBA for like 18 years or 16 or 18 years. He just he was a guy who couldn't be a head coach. And it looks like they're going to go with Doc Rivers. And he, he had lost the locker room, apparently. The craziest part about this Buck situation is they hired Patrick Waugh to replace him, which is <laughs> even crazy. No, no, no. The, um, no, Doc Rivers is probably going to go there. And Doc Rivers, of course, had his his failures and disappointments in the postseason with the Philadelphia 76ers, and they're going in that route. We know that he won with the Boston Celtics, but it felt like they needed a, a veteran head coach. But you know, the Eastern Conference still has great players. It has great teams, but... I mean, the Knicks are just so solid. I thought what the Heat just did, though. The Heat just made a trade. Yes, and I, you know, the, everybody's wondering whether or not the Knicks are going to go after Kyle Lowry and everything. Else. That's I don't necessarily know. That's what they need. I mean, I, we all kind of know what they need, uh, and right now they're playing kind of minus a center. Really, I mean, something of so even though the guys uh, Achua and um, Sims played last night, I mean, that ain't going to get it done. No, and that's why I think the news that Mitchell Robinson is probably going to come back towards the end of the season now, not being out for the year and out for the playoffs, uh, is huge. Because a healthy Mitchell Robinson gives you that guy that you feel like can, you know, obviously, how many games did they lose down the stretch? You know, they're on a four-game winning streak now, though, where they couldn't get a rebound. That changes. The defensive big man in your face you know to, to, it's tough to slow down guys like Joel Embiid but still when Mitchell Robinson is out there you have a better shot so I think that is going to be a huge key as we know and and I don't think that you're going to get that next superstar at the trade deadline but they'll they'll do something else and you got to trust the front office and Leon Rose right now for doing the right thing I mean hell they brought in Josh Hart last year that was a huge deal for them propelled them this year OG Ananobi huge deal propelled them so whatever they end up doing at the trade deadline now I trust them yeah you can't argue with it yeah I mean and they're not going to get a superstar there's there's, there's not no at way. the trade I mean, deadline maybe I mean, in the basically what this team is this team is a hard-working defense they do share the ball let's, let's, let's face it and uh, as I watch what goes on in Toronto Compared to what happened here with the Knicks since the trade, 
I mean, it, it actually has turned out to be a no-brainer. Oh, I mean, yeah, literally a no-brainer. I mean, it's like, okay, we, we let guys go that we like, but now all of a sudden the team dynamic changes, the game changes on the floor. And if, if Jalen Brunson, I mean, Jalen Brunson is the engine. He's the guy that makes it all go. And I think that Julius Randle has obviously deferred a lot to him over the last year and a half, which is good, which is exactly what we were hoping for. Yeah. Because we, we don't want to see Julius just dribbling the ball and taking bad shots. And his bad shot selection has been minimized because he doesn't have the ball as much. Yeah, and I know that he has been a dominant force offensively in the past for the Knicks in that year when they first went to the playoffs. It was all him and all NBA and MVP chance and all of that, but... This version of Julius Randle is the best basketball that he's ever played, and it's all because of Jalen Brunson, because the pressure is off him. And it took, you know, a, a year and a half for him to really settle into that role because it wasn't completely like that last year. But now he's figured it out, and I think that he probably prefers this too because he didn't seem like he could handle all of it on his shoulders when he was the guy, when he was the main guy. And then those bad games would pile up, and he would grind against the fan base, and it would just be a problem. And now... He's like, and not that he's a role player, he's a great player, but his role is different, and the pressure is off him a little bit, and he has thrived. And and Jalen Brunson is pulling, putting him in the perfect places to succeed, and and now they're just they're they're attached at the hip, and it's it's great to see. And it I, also it also is, I I see it looks like a thinner Julius Randle. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree, I, and especially the way he was running the court uh, at the end of the game yesterday. Yeah, I mean. He only had one like really bad play late in the game where he had the ball stolen away from him. But other than that, he's he's I gotta give him credit. If you if we're gonna if we're gonna kill him like two years ago. Well even at the end of with, last year. With the with the with the screaming at the referees, yeah. with the pouting on the bench, with all the stuff that was going on with the fans, he's come out of it doing large part to I think this group of guys that now are are on the team. And have taken the pressure off him. He's still their lead guy. Don't don't get wrong. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the ball is always in Brunson's hands, and it should be, especially late in the game. And then he'll find Julius if he needs to. But um, I, I don't know. It's just it's actually a pleasure to to turn it on and watch it and watch defense and watch hustle and watch. You know, th- this is a game that probably two years ago they would have lost. Yes, you know, down nine in the fourth quarter against a bad basketball team. They didn't look right really uh, the entire game till they they uh, they sprinted by him in the fourth quarter. I, I would agree with that. And I got a text yesterday after the show from Evan Roberts who offered me a ticket to this game. He goes, "I know it's a long shot, but we have an extra ticket. It's it's me. It's Tiki. It's Loogie. It's Morash." Uh, would you want to go? Oh, I like it. You know, see, I, see, I like that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, reaching out to you, reaching out to our show, and seeing if you want to go and yeah, hang out with the guys. I mean, I, that, think, I thought it was great. That's a that's a very nice thing that Evan did. There. I thought it was great, and and I know you probably won't believe me, but you know, if I didn't have had a different circumstance at home because uh, Gina is sick and she's just not uh, being able to handle all the situation with the girls and everything they have to do right now, so I had to be home. But I, I would have seriously considered putting in the time to get to Brooklyn, stay over, and then and then come in from the city because I wanted to see the Nets fans and Sean Mirage, the Nets fan too, and Evan just sit there and and stew in it. You mean like the four Net fans that showed oh, up for that game God. last night? That that was a that was a Nick game last night. It was, it was a but, Nick home game. But to be around Evan and and other Nets fans that I know and to see that is just it's the greatest because the, during that time. And I understand why they got cocky, 
But during that time, when Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving came here, oh. they just couldn't wait to take over the city, and nobody cares, and the Mecca's not the Mecca, and we're the number one team, and Brooklyn, all that, just oh. shut up. <laughs> shut up, you losers. It was terrible. Wait a minute, time out, time out. Right, terrible. Hold on, right, hold on, one of the hold on, hold on. biggest farces in the history of New York sports. Yes, you're right. I, 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 James I, Harden, too. I, <laughs> Losers. I, 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 I close my eyes and I think of this really, really, really tall, awesome basketball player who's coming. Yeah. All right. In your All right. face. All right. Listen to me. He asked you to go to the game last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the way that you twisted that thing, and you twisted it, and you kept twisting, and you kept twisting, and then you went for another negative, another negative, you a bunch of losers. I mean, he did ask you to no, go no. with him. You, you, but you're, and, and I understand how that's the way you took it. Evan, as a man, I love, uh, and I appreciate it, and I told him I appreciate you inviting me, and he knew how I was going to be in that situation. You know, He probably knew that I would probably rub it in his face, but he, he likes that. He could take it. Just the net fan as a whole. Yes! Right. Yes! See that. That right yes! there. And the net fan in him. That, yes. You know, it's not, it doesn't define who he is. It's the net fan in him that I despise. And that's why we have this little picture over here, the, the Pied Piper of the loser net fans. Yes. And yes. we have a whole cartoon that was made there. And, uh, and he just, he, he hates the Knicks with such a passion that I, I want to give him that same energy back with the hatred of the Nets, which is hard to do because. They're just completely irrelevant once again. I mean, even when they had the superstars here, nobody really cared about them. How many times do you say they're a national story, not a local story? Nobody cared. And nobody cared is right. Now they got like 10,000 people watching the games. Is it even that much? Whatever it was? Uh, it's, It's bad. It's bad. This is why Sean Marks has got to do it all over again. I mean, he's got to try to get LeBron to come here. Oh, my God. No, I don't think so. First final two years. Well, that... That was the big joke that Jerry was putting on us about how LeBron and Bronny were going to be here and give it a shot while LeBron's like 45 years old. Uh, but I don't think so. I mean, they we got a team right now, man. We, I don't want to mess that team up, man. No, I no, mean, no. the San Anobi trade was great. He fits right in. It's just nice to be actually turn on TV and win. It, As it opposed is. to like the basketball team is like surging. The hockey team is like dwindling. You know, it's like... I, the, the, the beginning of the year, the hockey team got off to a great start, and it was and thank, thankfully they did because you know right now they are just stuck in mud. But the, the basketball team, all of a sudden, that that one trade. So you know the question is, what is Chris Drew going to do with the Rangers now? What's the one trade? What's the one thing that is he's going to get here? Whether it be Filipino back in the lineup, or is there a trade out there to be made to actually unle- unleash and unlock the potential? That we saw the first, say, five five weeks of the season compared to the last seven, just like muddling and just uh, uninspired. You know what I what I see now from the Rangers this last little trip was the team that I saw losing to the Devils last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, did they forget that? You know, that was supposed to be the impetus about coming back this year, new coach. We're, we're you know we're so disgusted in our performance back then. I, I think some people forgot about that. Yeah, but I mean, I think that the start they got off to is gives you a a sense of hope and to then get back there. It doesn't start until April anyway. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's, you well, just that's what I was fight saying at the thing. time. You know, it's like, well, you got the you know only put uh, eight more months to figure it out. But you can't lose like to the worst one of the worst teams in a league when you're when you're up two goals in the third period. San Jose last night, yeah, you just can't do it.
can't, can't have it happen. Yeah. I mean, they were out, they went out on a trip, played four, four games, a potential of eight points. They come home with three points against four teams. And I know Vegas is one of the best teams, but who are missing a number of key players and got housed by them. Go play a team that was just in an awful state. They lose to them. Uh, then they have to come back and beat a, a horrendous Anaheim team. And then they lose in overtime to a crappy San Jose team. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unacceptable. Got to get into the playoffs. Once you get into the playoffs, you got to get your hot goaltender. Oh, boy. And you got to have a good power play. I, I think we should talk more hot. That's yeah, what I you think so. Do. Maybe we will. And by the way, you know, two more games and then they go on a seven-day hiatus. It's, you know, all-star weekend and everything and get away from everybody and then come back and be ready to rock and roll the second half of the season. So we are in the doldrums of the NHL season and the NBA season, for that matter, in the middle of January. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like doldrums for the Knicks No, right I know now, it doesn't. Be, you know, I mean, because, they know? The, because they made a trade. Yeah. And, and that trade has worked out just like the Josh Hart trade worked out last year. Yeah, and this one even bigger and better than that. I mean, it really is. Were they 10-2 and two now, I think? Since he's been a Nick, OG Ananobi, so it, it's just, it's it's fun, it's great, I don't know where it ends up, I don't think, you know, this is this is the year that they win a championship, but my lord, I mean, th- how many terrible regular seasons, meaningless regular seasons have we gone through, looking at Tankathon, hoping they're one of the three worst records, all of that, I mean, now you've got legitimate, fun, regular season basketball with a team that plays playoff-like basketball most of the time in the regular season. Now, some people will knock that with Tom Thibodeau because it's like you're using too much energy in the regular season, but they actually play defense in the regular season. So you're not watching a team that's mailing it in and standing around and then turns it on in the playoffs. I mean, they, they play their asses off every night. They play hard for each other. That's, like, that's all I've been screaming about since I've ever sat behind this microphone. That's right. Just please play hard. Please play some defense. You know, Don't play selfishly, and they're not. And I think a lot of that is a credit to Leon Rose somehow getting Jalen Brunson here. You know, and and uh, that, that to me, we, ha- we haven't had a point guard like that since Walt Frazier. I, I don't care what anybody says. I mean, this guy is in the middle of his prime, and he's playing like it. All right, Boomer and Geo just getting started on this Wednesday morning. Jerry joins us in just a couple of minutes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Jerry Recco wants to move the Nets. He wants to get Iowa. them out of Brooklyn. He wants to put them in Iowa, I believe is what he I said. Wanna, I want them to go somewhere where people will actually watch them and want to watch them. Appreciate them. Yes. Um, what about I was Nashville? Last night. Nashville. That would that be a, fine. Nashville would embrace them. Do you think that if they leave Brooklyn, they'll be like, a, uh, like an under... What's the word I'm looking for? Like a... It's the undercurrent of disgust that they should leave the Nets and the history behind. Like, you know how they did in Cleveland? They left the Browns yeah, and all the records the behind. You know what the best part of this morning is? What? That the worst team in hockey came back and beat the Rangers. <laughs> because you, you're you going to be insufferable. Yeah, You're already the, starting with, yeah, but no, but do you think anybody would care? Would they even notice if the Nets left, if they ended up in Nashville? A fair question. I mean, would you leave the Nets history and the name behind? I don't know why you would do uh, that. The Nashville Nets, little alliteration there. You could do that. I, I like would leave that. the name. Sounds good. Yeah. The Nashville Nets. I would leave the name anywhere but here. This is <laughs> this this experiment's over. Wow. What a statement. I was from not as disgusted. I honestly was disgusted. Would you and I expected it, but not to that degree last night. If they did and they're not moving to Nashville, we of course know this. not. But if they did, would you still be a Nets fan? Probably, yeah, yeah. You'd hang on with the team. Yeah. Go, go, go. Take a trip to Nashville, see a couple games. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, hang out. Yeah. Absolutely. A little Broadway, a little country music. What I would want to know is, how are the Clippers received out in L.A.? I know they're not the Lakers. They'll never be the Lakers. But it's got to be better than this. Yeah, I yeah think- they, they've tried, just like the Nets have tried, with stars. Plus, they're building, you know, Balmer's building his own new building. Right, well, that's what the Nets did. And it's supposed to be Hasn't spectacular. Helped. So I'm sure it will be. And he's got some very creative ideas in terms of only getting Clipper fans in the building. Yeah. All that's great. I actually appreciate what the Nets tried to do. I can appreciate that. You know, get a new building, try to develop a fan base in Brooklyn, a borough with three million people in it. That don't care. That are Nick fans. Well, they had their shot and they needed to win a I, championship I agree or multiple championships. And then they would have built their own fan base and it exploded in their face and... Now this is what you have. I do agree with that. But there would have been a whole generation of Nets fans that would have grown from a championship or multiple championships, which is exactly what they needed to do to get the city's attention. And, of course, it couldn't have gone worse. What do you think is a worse situation? That, the Hornets, I don't know. I guess the Jazz have... The Jazz are good, not the Jazz. Oh, when the Pelicans, Jazz Pelicans. Yeah, I think New Orleans is fine when they win. Though, how, how are the Hawk fan? How's the Hawk fan base? No, I think they're. I think they're pretty good. They are when they win. When yeah. they're winning, like most fan bases, you yeah. win, you're good. The like, Nets, like when this, they win, like, still this team is just kind of like, and they've got good players. Like this is not a bad team. They're they are not a bad team. I don't know, they, but they, they don't win. They don't finish games. They're completely irrelevant. I know. I, I heard sorry you. to say I'm that. Clear. I, I, I'm sorry I've heard to say you that for 17 years. I'm well aware. I got you. I've... Go win a championship. <laughs> I believe me. I, I want to. I, I've ripped into the Knicks for years as well. I've never hated the Knicks until I met you guys. It's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. <laughs> I can't wait till We're this. We're not team the one trying to move the Nets out of town. Burn. You're the one who's trying to get rid of. Yeah, them. I can't believe that you're trying to get rid of them because I'm disgusted amazing. with the lack of the fan base at this point. Yes. 
Okay. I am. Does it mean that I can't hate the Knicks because of you guys? <laughs> no, you know, it's fine. I get it. I kind of like that. Like, who, I, 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 like, I'm going to root for the 76ers in the playoffs. Well, I root wow. for the Celtics over the Nets. Yeah, I won't put an outfit on, but I will root for the Sixers <laughs> if they play the Knicks. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, let's be honest here. Who Who's more relevant right now, the Devils or the Nets? The Devils. Of course they are. Why? They win. And they got good players. Yes, and they win. Right. But, I mean, they, and they've think won about a lot. that. Think about that. So we're talking about an NBA team to, like, a, I mean, I know a team that's won championships and has history in the Devils. But, I mean... The Devils are so much more relevant than the Nets are. I'll give you another one. What about the Red Bulls? Definitely more relevant. Red Bulls over the Nets? Yeah, 100%. Bigger yeah. fan base. Yeah, they're... More, more authentic fan base. A genuine fan base. Yeah. 1994 and sinking like a stone again. Okay. All right. This is the way you want to go? I got you. Okay. Now I got to root for the Rangers to lose. I always do that. Oh, so that's an easy one for me. That you torture me with it. You have torture me when they're playing. You have tortured me for years. A show when you guys were away talking Rangers hockey. That's how I feel disrespected they are in this town. One hundred percent, they are. From now on, no more. <laughs> I mean, Jerry, no I'm, don't take it Keep out of me. The San Jose of the world. I, I know. Believe me, I'm disgusted this morning, too. I, I told you they could have brought home. They should have brought home eight points, maybe seven points, not three points on this trip against these teams. These teams are terrible. Paul Except Simon once, once sang a song, slip sliding away. There's the, the division. Slip sliding away. Right to Iowa. Into Your a, team was off to one of the hottest extinction. starts in the history of the NHL. Yeah. And they're, they're about to drop the division. Well, okay. I don't know about that. I mean, well, everybody we'll else is losing two around them. Long and way by the go. way, I mean, your team's going to be extinct. They're going the way of the dinosaur. They won't be. They, they might not like, be here in about. They're going to be giving tickets away. You really think there's a chance they'd no. move out of Brooklyn? No, I don't. I was going to say, I do not. Ten years. Hey, NBA's got I a big problem with that team. They do and they don't. I mean, oh, they, they still do. get fit. No, they don't. They because do. They don't. They do. Because if you look at attendance records, they're not at the bottom of the barrel. I think that's they're right they're in the middle. Tickets away. Well, that's paid attendance numbers. I don't think they're getting. To be fair, nah. I don't think they're giving tickets away. The, the better argument is the the TV numbers. Like, especially, well, TV numbers are dreadful. And then, especially if you start going to direct to consumer stuff and putting a price on that, and people like they, you lose even more. Right, Ian's going to be doing the games for his family. Uh, essentially, yeah. Me, Billy Jock alone and Evan. Yeah, when, when Yes and MSG do this direct to consumer thing, yeah, I mean, there's Nets me. fans be like, I'm not paying to watch that slop. <laughs> I mean, the fact I got it now is part of my package. You think you're going to pay like extra and figure this thing out? It's for so that? bad. I turn on Yes. It's like welcome. Mr. Reco. <laughs> you know, right, exactly. You know, the interesting thing is, is that um, oh. you know, for 17 years I've sat here and I and we've argued over these things. I just ad nauseum about the relevancy of, of different franchises. How many times have we said the Knicks are going to be irrelevant? And that's the worst thing that can happen. And Leon Rose has had a lot of patience and he's rebuilt the brand. Let's put it that way. And maybe that what, what was the band brand builder they hired? <laughs> oh my God, Stout, Steve Stout. Yeah, Stout, maybe I see he's working his magic, but we don't even see him anymore. Remember that guy? Yeah, he went on with Stephen A. Smith and started yeah. saying a bunch of stuff. He said he wanted to be the Drake of the Knicks. Yeah, and then he so was maybe on. he's working. Maybe maybe that's part of the success. Here no, the part of now. success is they're winning. Oh, yeah. And he also went on Instagram and I posted a picture of himself wearing Bulls. Shorts, yes. Chicago Bulls <laughs> shorts. The Knicks brand ambassador. Whoops. Yeah, and after that, he was off of Instagram. Yeah, but I just, I, I kind of feel like if I'm here for, let's say, another seventeen years. Okay, another seventeen years. The Perfect. Nets will be extinct.
They will not be extinct. They will. They will be. They'll, they will they'll, be. they'll be losing money. Well, they got Joe Sy makes a lot of money, so he needs a, probably a probably tax the last write-off. pro franchise that folded. Come on. They move. Uh, they don't tax, fold or like they get sold. Write-off. Well, I mean, they get moved. They, they get sold or they move. Folded. Pro franchises don't fold in this yeah, day. Yeah, they generally just, they just, you know, they move. Go to Kansas City? Yeah. I mean, that's always they a rumor. They would love them, too. They probably would. That's that's what they, need. they need to be loved. Small, Midwestern city like that. Yeah, like if you put this team in Oklahoma City, they not now. Well, they already but, have a team. And not, I'm saying a city like that, yeah. the way they embrace the Thunder. Yes, this team. They would need be to embraced. have a little local pride. This is no local pride here for the Nets. No, there were seventeen thousand people last and then, night, and there the were Nets, about twelve thousand Nick fans last night. And the night. Nets were born on Long Island, where I, I'm from. I, I know that. Doctor J, red, white, and blue basketballs. John oh, Super Williamson. Was it John Super Williamson? Before Billy, my time. Billy Paltz. Yeah, John Whopper. Super Williamson before I was yeah. there. I wasn't even a thought. Larry they went, Keenan. What? They went Long Island to Rutgers to Larry the Meadowlands, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Brendan Byrne Arena, another dump. <laughs> was not a great building. I do agree <laughs> with that. Nobody wanted to go to that place. I agree. I did not Ugh. like that building either. Hey, you won three Stanley Cups in there, though. I, I, and the Nets did win the Eastern Conference a couple of times in that building. A couple mm. of parades in the parking in the lot. In the parking lot, yes. I know mm. we've heard that. It was <laughs> all Chang, okay, yep. with the bell on the bike. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All right, Jerry, how do we get to these Knicks Net highlights? <laughs> yeah. Knicks Nets? <laughs> do you really want to do that? I'd rather do this. A little Sedina. No, I'm just kidding. I will do the Knicks and the Nets, of course. Uh, and then we are brought to you by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire, nobody. This play specifically really um, showed the heart and the grit and the effort of the Knicks as the Nets were on a break about to take the lead, and instead it went back the other way. Smith in transition, around Hart, floats it at the rim, blocked away, Johnson rebound, that's rejected. Saved by Hart. Starts it right for the Knicks. Randall ahead to Brunson. Back to Randall in a two-hand slam. Jerry, that's not a wild end-to-end sequence. And the Knicks to the two-point lead with a minute to go in the game. That was Chris Carino with the call. Oldest play in basketball. The old give and go. On the break. Confusing the Nets. Yes. And Jacques Vaughn goes, I've never seen that before. What the he might, he's going to be the next one to go. Adrian yeah. Griffin, Jacques Vaughn, better wake up here. Uh, what that didn't show was the Nets had like two looks at the rim on the way down that got blocked uh, before the break went the other way. 108-103, the final, as the Knicks outscored them 32-18 in the fourth. Here was Julius Randle. He had 30. How about that effort? I mean, that's our team. And, you know, me and Jay, we get a lot of shine because we score the points and stuff like that, but... Those are the players that won his games. Talking about Ananobi and Hart and, and the way the, everything led up to that break and the lead and the win. Here was Tom Thibodeau. Ananobi has been a difference maker. Can't say enough about what OG brings to our team. Like from steals, blocks, um, all that. So those, those plays were huge down the stretch for us. Uh, very important for sure. They've won four straight now. Um as we were talking about all the Nick fans in the building, here was uh, Jalen Brunson. He had 30. He certainly noticed. That's very important. Um, I mean, Nick's fans are amazing. Um, the way they're always at every game um, cheering as loud as anyone. And so, uh, I mean, it's always awesome. And one of those fans, Tommy Lugauer, with an instant reaction on social media afterwards. The Knicks do what they always do. Damage. Jalen Brunson, dude. Julius Randle, dog. Dude, dog, damage. I like it. Yo, he's got a brand there, that loogie. He does. <laughs> Pretty good. Dude, and, and he did dog, post the video. Damage, damage. The triple D's. Dude, dog, dog damage. damage. Bing bong. We're here. <laughs> oh my God. I like it. 
Uh, and he's he, dog in damage. He did post the video <laughs> of Evan <laughs> with his tail between his legs walking out of the, um, out of the <laughs> section and into the tunnel and then home for the evening. Tommy! Tommy, <laughs> hey, what, why isn't Evan shaving again? What's, what's that all Until about? Until the Mets give uh, Pete Alonzo a new contract. Oh, okay, okay. He'll be waiting a long time. Now, I, wonder, what, I wonder where he's on the list of first basemen. In the NFL and yeah, Major League Baseball. We're not doing that. Okay. Um, so the Knicks are now twenty-seven and seventeen. The Nets are seventeen and twenty-six. Also of note, Clippers beat the Lakers one twenty-seven, one sixteen. If I read this right, Kawhi Leonard had twenty-five points, eleven rebounds, and ten assists. Only his second career triple double. Is that possible? Well, he's hurt a lot. Doesn't yeah, but he's also played hundreds and hundreds. That would of surprise games. me. I thought so, too. I meant to double-check it, and I forgot before I came in. LeBron did not play in this game. <laughs> Nuggets beat the Pacers 114-109. Nikola Jokic is a walking triple-double. He had 31-13-10. and 10. Uh, And, yes, the Bucks did fire Adrian Griffin despite being 30-13 uh, and 13 through 43 <laughs> games. It looks like Doc Rivers will be the next head coach, but... We'll see. Uh, college basketball, you got St. John's Villanova tonight, Seton Hall home for Providence. The Raiders hired former Chargers GM Tom Telesco as their new general manager. The Eagles fired offensive coordinator Brian Johnson. In Buffalo, the Bills picking up the pieces. Here is Sean McDermott. I know we lost, but we are close. I don't think you start by tearing. You know, you don't. It's, this is not a situation where you, you strip it down to the studs. You start all over. I mean, we've done a lot of good things. And just having a great quarterback, you don't want to waste any time with him. You got you to keep reloading. You got to keep rebuilding around his abilities. That's all there is to it. It's one thing if, you know, if you're Carolina and you're drafting number one and you have a kid and then you have a like a roster that you're trying to rebuild with. That's one thing. That's not who the Bills are. The Bills need to stay competitive as long as Josh Allen is upright, just like the Kansas City Chiefs do with Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and we talked about the cap hit for Josh Allen this year coming up is like triple of what it was. Right. Look look what the Baltimore Ravens did around Lamar Jackson. Look, look at this team that he is in the middle of, and he is the highest paid player. It's true. They have done it right. All right, so you can do it, and you got you just got to you know just got to manipulate the cap, use the cap you right, draft well, and, and get those guys draft playing yes. right away. Yes, like Zay Flowers for the for the Ravens, terrific young rookie wide receiver. Those guys, there's going to be like 20 of those guys in the draft this year. <laughs> yep. So if they can get two of those top-end wide receivers, and I'm not talking at the top of the draft. I'm talking like in the second and third round. That That's that's when, like, look at the Packers. Do you even know who their wide receivers were? I didn't well, until a couple weeks ago. Exactly. Young guys that basically Jordan Love is now growing up with and throwing missiles to. And those guys are all making the plays. Time now for the random, no context quote of the day. I'll bring it to you, uh, courtesy of Shannon Sharp to Chad Ocho Cinco. That's why your head look like shade monkey nuts. <laughs> that was your random, no context quote of the day. <laughs> That's why your head looks like shaved monkey nuts. <laughs> That's why your head look like shade monkey nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Man. Oh, gosh, that is funny. Uh, I never heard that before. <laughs> Boy, I, what, what a genie. He needs to, he needs to like, uh, patent that or whatever. Shaved monkey nuts. Shaved monkey nuts. Listen, if Tommy DeVito can get Tommy Cutlass, you got to get shaved monkey nuts, man. <laughs> 
That's two now. Lugauer has to get dudes, damage, dogs. and dogs. Right. Yes. And Shannon Sharp needs to get shaved monkey nuts. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, yes, the Rangers were in San Jose last night uh. taking on the Sharks. They led 2 nothing, and then next thing you know, it was 2-1, and then... Philip Sedina, the back pass, long shot, they score! Carpenter with a deflection! And that made it 2-2. Ranger. And then you go to overtime. Zibanejad got picked off. A couple of picks set up for Ruda. They score! And the Sharks win it in overtime on the goal by Tomas Hurdle. And that was Sam Rosen. Hey, Boomer, up your ass. <laughs> Good thing that yes. Sam Rosen on MSG. 3-2 uh, the final in overtime. Artemi Panarin did score in the loss, but a loss is a loss. They did get the one point, but they do fall. Meantime, the Islanders lost to the Golden Knights 3-2. Nicholas Waugh's second period goal proved to be the difference. No relation to Patrick Waugh, which I did look up. Because I was curious, uh, and that is how you pronounce his name. But they did win 3-2. Here was Wahoo says, we played hard. Sometimes you don't necessarily get rewarded for, for what you do, but I know one thing. If we keep progressing like we are right now, we'll win a lot of games. There you go, but just not last night. That's the way that worked out. And uh, Adrian Beltre, Joe Maurer, and Todd Helton to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So you know when Jerry comes in here and he brings in the Shannon Sharp Ocho Cinco podcast and it's Shannon Uncensored. Yeah. I, you know, I worked with Shannon for 10 years at CBS. I, I, I know all of these stories. I know how funny he can be. Yeah. And I, I really do believe if he really wanted to, he could be a stand-up comedian. I mean, some of the stuff was just, I mean, flat-out hilarious. Right, like shaved monkey nuts. Right, exactly. So... Uh, interesting, I, I was watching something yesterday, came across my feed, 
and it was Chad Johnson being interviewed, and Hugh Jackson was there, the former coach of the Cleveland Browns. He was also the wide receiver coach, I believe, when uh, Ocho Cinco or Chad Johnson, whichever one he was at the moment, was with the Bengals and Marvin Lewis and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Hugh Jackson was telling a story how he'd get a call in the middle of the night, like at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning, and the phone would be ringing, and he would answer the phone. And it would be Chad Johnson on the other end, or Ocho Cinco, whichever one he was going by at that time, and would, uh, uh, you would answer the phone, hello? And all Chad Johnson would say, I'm open, and hang up the <laughs> phone. <laughs> and then I guess, I guess, and this, I heard this story. I didn't know whether it was true or not. But then they were recounting some of these things that were going on in Cincinnati when Chad was there. And I think when he first got there, he was saying how he was living at the facility to save money. Well, that sounds like him. He's very yeah. frugal. That sounds like but he's him. also very generous. Yes, he is. He, he's he generous leaves. and frugal at the same time. Yeah, he he likes to help others out. He likes to leave big tips, but he is he does not live his lifestyle in excess. He doesn't understand yeah. why anybody would spend the money on a private jet to go somewhere. He can deal with sitting in coach. He's totally fine with it. It reminds me of my buddy Dave Remington. I mean, he will sit in the middle seat and he'll fly to Thailand. I'm like, what? And he's get, a big guy. He, well, at one time, you know, he was 330 pounds, 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, How the hell does he do that? I, well, this this is back in the day when he used to travel a lot before yeah. he started working for me. And uh, he, he would, he'd like, he'd try to find the, you know, dollar fifty flight on some stupid website. He, he'd take some random airline and fly all the way across the Pacific. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's that's too much. I just saw this story about an, an obese woman who bought two seats on a plane. And across the aisle was a woman, a mother, who had a 18-month-old. And she asked if the 18-month-old could sit in the seat next to the obese woman, the one that she was sort of spilling into, the obese woman. Yeah. And the obese woman was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to give up this seat. I paid for this seat because I need more room. And, like, it was a whole big, like, to-do and on the airline. And I mean, but, uh, but, if you buy the, but, but, but if you buy the seat, you buy the seat. I agree. I obese agree. or not obese, I don't care. I Well, yes, I agree. But it became a thing. You know, it's well, like, I mean, it's kind of presumptuous for the woman. I don't know what the situation was. I'm just thinking that, uh, can I put my kid there? Because, you know, there's extra room there. I mean, I, that's kind of a weird spot. It is a weird spot because apparently because the baby was still young enough where you don't have to buy it a seat so it could sit on your lap. Yeah. And the the woman was trying to take advantage. Like, listen, half this seat is open. Let me put my kid here. And the obese woman was like, no, no, no. I bought this seat. I'm too fat to fly. I need to have this extra seat. I need, I need extra room for my fat. Basically, and she says this. I yeah, mean, she, well, she, I she's mean, like a, she said all this on social media. Like, she's right, like, I'm well. too big. I, I get it. She's like, I'm actively trying to get smaller, but I'm just, I'm too fat to fly normally. I need two seats. So I'm, 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 I'm with the obese woman on this. Like, I purchased these two seats for me. Like, you got to figure out your own stuff. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Well, figure out your own situation, lady. <laughs> yes. And and was the woman with the How did it get out there? Was it who who put it out there first? The obese woman put it out there. 
All right, right, so, social media. So it wasn't like she was being attacked by the woman with the baby. Like, I can't believe this woman wouldn't let me put my baby here. No, like, no, no. That, right, that woman right. didn't go on social media, but she did. Basically, you know, she said that at the, during the flight, allegedly. And she also, the obese woman, put up there, am I wrong? Did I do the wrong thing? You know, trying to get opinions going. And she was looking for some sort of, like, public affirmation or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Peter Schwartz does. You know? Did he buy two seats, by the way? What's that? You think Peter Schwartz buys two seats? No. No way. He needs two seats. I don't think so. I don't know. He probably, because he's flying with his family, so they just probably, you know. Jam in one row together? Yeah. So I, I don't think he buys two seats. He probably doesn't fly a lot. He's going to have to fly to Vegas. <laughs> Imagine going down the aisle. Schwartz is in the seat. And then you know you're sitting next to him. He's like, oh, hey. How's it going? What Do you know anything about the New York Dragons? I used to do play-by-play for them. That's got to be one hell of a sight. You know? <laughs> You've done that before. You've walked down the aisle and you're like, please, for the love of God, have me not sitting next to that person. Uh, yeah, Because I'm going to be touching them the entire time. Yeah, yeah. It's a little much. You know? uh, that was like uh, when Craig had his hemorrhoid problem. Oh, and it stung. Like, that was like the last guy you'd want to sit next to. Because his ass smelled, right? Uh, yeah. Al sat next to him. That's just foul. Yeah, we were in coach. <laughs> in yeah. a three-person row, me, Craig, and his wife. Ugh. And he was on a pillow, sitting on a pillow. I think me and Phil were first flight. class, weren't Probably, we? Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, Phil on Central, I think, would be funny. I don't know if I could get him there, though. I've seen it. Uh, Phil Uncensored should probably not be on the air anywhere. You don't think so? I, I just, for his reputation, who he is, I, I don't believe Phil Uncensored would do I, him I, I well. I think he's hilarious. He is hilarious. I think he, very, very funny. Very him. funny. Here's the thing. Yes. He is extremely funny. I was crying when I got Phil Uncensored. Yes. The problem is Phil Uncensored. He he blowtorches people. Well, that's what you want. I know right? that's that what, what you I want? want, but I mean, he they, probably doesn't want the blowback from that. Is what I'm saying. I'm protecting I mean, the guy. Does it? Does like Stephen A. blowtorch people? Like, don't these people on these radio and t- talk shows on the don't don't we blow? But that hasn't been time? Phil's brand. You know what I'm saying? That would I, be I outside mean, of his character. Yeah. All right. But I I'm telling you, he's, as you know, you saw it. It's great. It's, it was one of the funniest. I mean, I felt like I was watching Dave Chappelle. Honestly, that's how hard I was laughing at yes. him going off on people. And he had a lot of alcohol in him at the time, too. But I just don't think, I don't think that would be good for his I career. Think, uh, Boomer and Phil Uncensored brought to you by Real Tequila. Casamigos <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tequila. For your last public act? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, just, he's a beauty. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.